dead than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Friday. Hope you're all doing well. Nice day out. You know, the usual. Yep, that's me. Well, I've been just sitting here mulling over my my options as far as gaming goes. Things are coming along. I started to make a list of, remember a few episodes back, I talked about dungeons and how you can come up with a list of rooms in the dungeon and how to standardize it and all that kind of stuff. So I started that. And if anybody doesn't know what I'm talking about, I could talk about it again because I don't remember if I, yeah, I'm pretty sure I talked about this about basics in the dungeon and how you can modify them for different different situations, rooms, things like that, types of organization. But anyway, I wanted to elaborate more on what I talked about in scenarios before because of something someone sent me. So we will talk about that after this. All right. First off, we have a voicemail from John Allen Large. One of my biggest fans, it looks like. Thank you, John. And he wants to talk about that episode. So take it away, John. Hey there, Glenn. It's John from the Red Dice Diaries here. Apologies if it sounds like I'm in the middle of an Alfred Hitchcock movie. I don't know how much the mic's picking up the birds that are going mental outside my house. But I've just been listening to your episode where you were talking about the idea of scenarios, campaigns, etc. Sort of giving you a basic list of ingredients that you can elaborate on to make your own game. And by and large, I pretty much agree. Although I think it's a a bit of a sort of tightrope walk because I like campaigns and worlds where you get enough of a framework and a few little elements to, to build on, but not too restrictive so that you don't feel that you can't put your own creativity in it. I, I don't like, tend to like scenarios where, they just give you a few things and then they're pretty much oh, make up the rest yourself. Because to be honest, if I've paid for a book or a scenario, then I wouldn't expect to have to do 100% of the work myself because otherwise, what am I paying the people who wrote the scenario for? However, if it's like a free or pay-as-you-want thing and, and I have to make most of it up, I am more than happy with that. And to be honest, if I paid for a scenario and it gives me this framework and then some ingredients, and then sort of goes, right, we've done about 50 to 60% of the work. Now go forth and make up the rest yourself. But gives me some guidelines. I am more than happy to do that. Anyway, just wanted to say I'm enjoying the episodes, dude. Take care, stay safe, and I'll catch you soon. Thank you very much, John, for that. Well, you know, I wanted to elaborate a little on that because I didn't mean that, you know... You're right. If it doesn't cost me much or pay what you want or, or free or whatever, yeah, okay, that's that goes that way. But I'm what I'm saying is I don't expect a scenario or to say, okay, here's here's a book and you make the whole thing up yourself. No, that I think you get my drift. But I understand. Like for instance, let's go on the other end of the spectrum, the Forgotten Realms, where they tend to spell everything out for you. I don't like that either. Now, if you take something like the Midderlands, that is splitting. To me, that's splitting the difference right there. Although it doesn't go far enough for my taste, I could see. I mean, I can use it. I'm not saying I couldn't use it. I love it. I use it. But 
you could always go a little, almost go a little further with me. And what I bring up is the old school, old, old school stuff like the Judges Guild stuff. For instance, this first fantasy campaign that I have here, it retailed at, at the time for seven bucks. And you're getting Dave Artisan's campaign notes for Blackmore. And they are kind of sparse, but you're also getting a, two very beautiful Judges Guild maps with it. So that kind of makes up a little bit for it. But what I'm saying is for seven bucks, you can't beat it. You can't really beat it. For especially for twenty twenty dollars, nowadays dollars. And if it's got some stuff where it says that the you know, it just gives you a list of the rooms of what's in there, what's the treasure, and maybe some empty rooms or something like that, I'm perfectly fine with that. There are times when I get sick of reading dungeon descriptions. I'm reading through some myself right now. Plus, you know, Mega Dungeons, you know, that that's a whole other... That's an old another kettle of fish there. <laughs> because they go on description, description, description. And after a while, my eyes start to glaze over. I know the, the stuff's good. I mean, I'm reading some stuff right now that's good, but I can't read more than two, three pages without starting to nod off. But that has nothing to do with the material. That's me. But at the same time... You know, you start reading, well, this room's got this, and that room's got that, and this room's got this monster, and that room's got that trap, and blah, 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 blah. After a while, it starts sounding the same, even if the stuff is really, really good. That's the whole That's the whole way of choosing an adventure or getting inspiration from a module. I mean, you've got to separate the wee from the chaff, pretty much. But at the same time, it gets a little old. And what Dave did there is just pare it down to, I can tell these were his campaign notes. I can tell this is how he runs stuff. This is how I run stuff. You know, I always talk about the bullet lists and stuff like that. If I could get away with doing what he does, I would be a happy camper because my my mind will, it can, I've got it trained, I think, now. it's been, I've been doing this for a long time. So I feel like I've got it trained where I can look at something and go, okay, he's giving me this and this room and that and that room, and these two rooms are empty. I'll go with that. If I want to flesh that out, that's fine. And one of the th- one of the reasons, this is one of the reasons why I look for PDFs of this stuff too. I love having the physical copy. I love it. But I don't want to mess with it. You know, they always said the Judges Guild and the other modules like TSR and other people made, they said they were made to be consumed. In other words, make it your own by writing in it and making notes and things like that. I can't do that with old modules. I really can't. Because their their business model was 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 based on the fact that these things are always going to be bought. Because somebody will do their own thing and somebody plays and says, oh, I want to run that. We'll go buy your own copy and make your own notes. So I think they meant no two were going to be alike. And then people would keep buying them because, you know, Judges Guild was like the cheap paper, newsprint in some instances. And they looked like they were meant to be marked up. But nowadays, with the collector's market and the OSR and there being, you know, out-of-print stuff, you don't want to do that. I've gotten used things from half-price books that people have actually done that. 
They made notes in pencil, most of them, but a couple in pen. And they haven't crossed anything out or anything. But I've seen people circle stuff. I've seen people highlight stuff. And I can tell this is well-loved and well-used. But I can't do that. That's why I like a PDF of it, too. So I can print out what I want and mark that up. In fact, I will, I will probably, instead of printing it out the way it is, I would probably print it out on single-sided single-sided pieces of paper so I can use the blank side, the facing side, to make notes and things like that. I can make notes on the page, but I can make additional notes on the other, the, the blank page. So, but what I'm saying is I can go that minimums. I know, I understand what you're saying. Some people want more, especially if you're, if you're paying like 35 to 50 bucks for a book. Yeah, I would want that material too. I would want them to put a lot of effort into it. If I'm paying that kind of money, you're damn right I would. But if you're play, if you're paying, you know, this is this is published in '81, uh, maybe I think. So this is seven dollars in 1981 dollars. So I don't know what it'd be for today. Probably something like twenty or something like that. I'm just guessing. But you know, I if the, in the day I probably would have marked it up. But I would use pencil or something like that because I'm still, you know, marking in books is still kind of a touchy thing with me. Even though, even though I get some flack from friends like Vince who say, well, you put your name in your book. Well, I put my name in my book so nobody will take my book. Or if I, I forget it or lose it or somebody, something, they've got a way to contact me. That's why I put my name in my book. So, you know, it, there's that. Uh, that's that's the way it goes. But, uh, you know, if you're okay with, if you want something more substantial, I absolutely understand, especially the way prices are these days. If you're going to spend that much money, I'm not going to give you half a half a book. If I was the author, I would not give you half a book for that kind of money. But like I said, if, if it's free or pay what you want or something like that, that's another story. But anyway, thank you. Thank you, John. <laughs> you gave me a lot to talk about and a lot to think about, too. Anyway, I got to go start my day. So if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar.gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail and anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can support us. You can support this program, and I would thank you. Thanks again, Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, and John Allen. You guys are great. Don't forget Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard Podcast, Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Albert Podcast, and Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diary. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.